Yo. Testing. Testing, testing, testing. Good stuff. All right, we're back on. Hello to everyone, all my fans. I know I sound like a toss the same fans, but I'm telling you, everywhere I'm going. What are, happened at the shop today? Bro, people are coming up, I swear <laughs> to God. I'll start off by telling everyone, I didn't realize how much my YouTube's grown. Everywhere I'm going, I walk through Westfields, people are coming up to me, I swear to my mum. Bro, we love your podcast, it's that, I'm telling you. My podcast is growing more than I ever imagined. So I do say fans because I'm guessing the fans. What do, you, what do I call them? That's true. True? Let's get into this uh, next podcast. All right, we're well, doing... I want to talk... Yeah, well, yeah. Sorry. You, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? What? You introduce it. All right, so let's get into this podcast. Um, I know we hang out and stuff, but I get a lot of messages. People message me. They're like, oh, ask Moody this, ask Moody that. You know what I mean? A lot of people want to know more about the bikey life, about, you know, just stuff that they see on the news, stuff that they don't know. You know what I mean? Ask whatever you like. You're Let's like a little brother to me, uh, even though all of Australia's watching, but I'll answer as best I can to you. All right. So, like, what's the whole big thing about being a bikey? What's all that about? Well, you- I'll break it down to you step by step, question by question, mm. so I don't confuse the people out there that want to know what do you want to start with like what's the whole you know the reputation about being a bikey would you get any money from it what's what's the the whole (laughs) thing let me tell you something brother the only ones making money are the smart ones and the smart ones are the leaders not saying that the members are dumb cunts but they're just not ambitious enough to step up and say oh i want a piece of that i want a piece of this i want a piece of that you join a club thinking you're going to be a millionaire but in fact, it costs your money. You got to pay fees. When the walls are on, you're paying for your own daily spending. Like, how can I explain it? It's not what you think. So you got to pay fees. You're paying fees for what? Your bike becomes uh, the twenty thousand you spend on your bike becomes the club property. You're spending two and a half thousand on your colours. You gotta pay for your colours. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, you gotta pay for them to get made and invest and so forth and all that. You gotta pay 150 bucks a week rent. So like it's just so every member puts 150 bucks in so the club says like cash like cash flow. <laughs> I know you don't understand that, but no, it's I cash get flow. It, I get it, I get it. Full community hall, <clears> yeah. I'll give you an example. Say there's a building coming up in Sydney. Mm. A building, a literally, literally a building. Because the police aren't I don't know if they're becoming aware or they're not able to stop it. A lot of crews are hitting up builders, hitting up shops, hitting up everything, right? You see people making money. You see clubs. Clubs aren't selling drugs like they think. It's too much eyes on you to sell drugs. So to your example, the bottom feeders and the noms and the, the shitty bums of the club make fucking nothing and they're doing all the fucking footwork and they're putting themselves in jeopardy of yarn into the line of fire, so to speak. I'll give you an example. Myself. I've become successful not because I'm smart. It's because a lot of greedy bikies out there try to extort the people that I work with. And the reason I work with them today is because they came to me. And they said, bro, can you help us? We can't go to the police. We've got some fucking problems. We're getting muscled in on. We have to pay this guy. We have to pay that guy. Can you just become on the board? Can you be the speaker for us when... Characters come around, so to speak. It's not protection. Nothing like that. It's really not protection. It's just they don't know how to deal with thugs. So they bring a thug onto the board. Except myself. I'm a thug. I'm not going to fucking dispute that. I'm not going to deny that. Thug from the street. <coughs> Say you're the CEO of a company. Yeah. You say to me, bro, so-and-so has just come to the job site. They want the work. I'm like, what do you mean? Because they want to do all the plumbing on the job. They want to quote us 9000 a unit. We don't want to pay 9000 to these people. We're getting it for 8500 of this company, but this company is making us use them. Can you speak to them? Then I said, give me the number. I call them up. I say, what's up? They're like, who's that? I said, it's Moody. They're like, why are you calling? I said, I work for this company. What's up? And they're like, oh, it's like that. I'm like, yeah, it's like that. I work for that company. What do you mean you're forcing the fucking job onto this company? We don't want your services. Your services is not welcoming me. What, you want to fucking meet up? I'll come meet up you now, we can discuss it. And they always say, oh, we didn't know you were eating off that, bro. All good. And they walk away. 
It's not extorting, it's not protection, it's nothing. It's just that I know how to communicate with people from the walks of life I come from. I don't allow people to come into my company and extort all my business partners. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I get you. So yeah, that's basically, I'm going to open up the topic like this. Ask whatever you want. So people just basically like, in those situations, they come up to you. <laughs> not just me. For Because you said other people couldn't, they couldn't because come up to I'm other people, right? I'm not extorting them. So they see I'm a bikey. I'm very well known. I come from the Ibrahim family, the most famous family in Australia. We're the most known people. So the first thing comes to people's mind, Ibrahim's nomads. They reach out to us. And it's a broken, like a builder, heaps of builders reached out to me, can you come have lunch with me? And I go have lunch. I said, what's up? What does a man like you want from me? Oh, you know, I'm having a bit of trouble. So-and-so's fucking muscling in on me, basically. Can you come and just, can you work for my company and just, can you be the speaker? Can you be the, like, the consultant? And I'll be like, what do you mean? It's like, bro, we don't know how to communicate with these people. They're, just, they're violent. They're, you can't say no to them. They'll fucking shoot us. Can you just be the one that talks to them? Like, I'm like, yeah, sweet. Who's even our time? Give me the fucking number. I ring them up. I go over a sit down with them, have a coffee. And I said, listen, that fucking job site's mine. What's up? And they were like, what do you mean? I'm like, that fucking job site's mine. We don't want to use your services. Thank you for coming and like, approaching the boys. They don't want to use you. And I'm the consultant for that company. So I'm here to tell you, your services is not required for this company. I understand? And they say, if they say no, then we'll fuck. We'll go down a different road. Ten times out of ten, they say, yes, yeah, sweet, bro, no worries. I said, no worries, bro, go to another builder. Maybe he needs you work down the road. We don't need you. How does that, but for people that join the bikies, how do they get the money from it? <coughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> You've seen me, and the first thing you said to me when I met you, when you met me at that time, I still had bikies around me. Yeah, yeah, I remember the first time I met you. Uh, <laughs> and I came over, and you had all these like boys over. And, you had, and bro, you had like these grown men doing your dishes and stuff. And then <laughs> I was like, bro, what's going on? And the, and the funniest thing was when you guys were eating and I'm just sitting there, I'm like a fly on the wall, I'm just watching. And you're like, bro, can you um put this in the bin? Bro, can you do these dishes, bro? Can you? And the guy's like, I love doing dishes, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no worries, mate. Yeah, sure thing. Dishes, my favorite you get, thing. You see, you see firsthand. Yeah. And you ever said to me, how do you live in million dollar fucking places? You got five cars worth each one, two, three hundred grand. How do you live? Will yeah, because I, I thought straight off the bat, illegal activities. That's you thought I was a drug dealer? Yeah, I thought you were more than a drug dealer, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, this is not only like your little pot in that, it's probably supplying. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Bro, let me tell you, you join, you join the crew, you're not making money. I never made money in my club, ever. I made money off myself, my own character. Do you understand? I don't sell drugs, I don't stand over people, I don't need to. If I didn't have opportunities that I had legally, I would sell drugs. I would send over people. I'd be a fucking full-blown criminal. I love money and I love luxuries. I love pussy. But I was I was smart enough to grow up in the Ibrahim family. I watched my cousins and I watched the way they operated. And I just went down that path. You know what I mean? I, so you're sitting here telling me you've never sold drugs, all this stuff, all this. No all, comment. All right. Because, bro, people are not dumb, yeah? They see Lebo with a beard, with that kind of haircut, mate, listen, and tattoos. Listen, what I was 10 years ago. Drug dealer. Listen, man. what I've done in my life, what I haven't done, there's no need to. It's not, get it's it's not about that. I stand in front of you as a grown man. Telling me all the legitimate cars listen, and everything from illegal money. From legal money. From legal money. Yeah, yeah, that's illegal money, straight out. Wow, mate. Straight the fuck out. Listen, my brother's in jail on Australia's biggest drug bust with my cousins. Oh, no. Nothing but it had nothing to do with nothing me. Nothing to do with you. Had nothing at to do with all. me. Nothing. Damn. Bro, I don't know why I keep opening and closing these bottles, eh? I read somewhere on the comments, it's like, like, how many waters do we need on the table? I don't know. And then I read someone saying it's a bikey thing. Is that a bikey thing? Nah, I'm good. I drink a lot of water. It's just a jail thing. A jail, in jail thing. you've only got a tap in your cell. You've got no fucking luxury of a fridge. So it's just a habit of drinking. I drink fucking... Brother, I drink so much water, I thought I was going to drown. I know you don't understand that. I went what does to, that mean? I, I drank so much. I felt like I was that bloated. I went to my doctor. My doctor said to me, swear to God. <laughs> he goes, how much water did you drink a day? I said, about seven, 1.2 liter bottles, probably 25, oh, yeah. 600 mil bottles a day. He said, stop. You're going to die of drowning. He goes, you're, li 
Sweat. Listen, I'll tell you something. <laughs> no, it's funny. I said, if you're in the water, if you're in the in the in the beach, yeah. and you swallow so much water, don't you die? Yeah, of course. My doctor said to me, if you drink too much water, you'll drown. <clears throat> I know that sounds stupid, but nah, straight out. I always wonder why you like you like to put all these water bottles on the table. I never never really bothered to know. All right, let's go back to the bikey thing. Yeah. So you're telling me no one makes money in joining the bikies. So what's like? A, <coughs> sorry, what's no. the? Listen, there is like, there yeah. is crews that got fucking. I'm I'm pretty certain that every gang has got their little four five guys in their crew that are doing heavy drugs and making big money and this and that. Good luck to them. Because you always see on the news that it's associated with bikies, pubs, tattoo shops, stuff like that. Yeah, hundred percent. What's that? What's what's all that about? Money. Hundred percent. Extortion sort of stuff, or like what, what is that? Where you walk into a tattoo shop, but like, all right, they're all yeah. Listen, they're all into that lifestyle. Fucking standing over this guy, standing over that guy. From what I hear and see, but I've always been smart enough, and I, I'm not coming up here trying to be Mr. Squeaky Clean. I've done things in my life. If you knew, you'd run away from me. Let's not even get into all that. What I've done, but what's that got to do with banking? <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I, I personally, I personally was fortunate enough to succeed. In the sense, I'm not the fucking billionaire, but I'm able to live a luxurious life without doing crime. Because there are so many fucking mugs and thugs in this country that try to extort people and stand up people where legitimate businesses don't feel safe enough and secure enough to call the police. So they think, let's bring a fucking thug onto the board. And he's like the the lion on the chain. You know, like in the. It represents in, you. Yeah, yeah, like for example, the hyenas, when they're coming and they see five lions, the hyenas stop, turn around, they flee. If the five lions weren't there, the hyenas will come. I'm there to keep the hyenas away. Straight out. It's not protection. It's just. For example, say you're, you're a builder. Yeah, yeah. And you're my mate. And we're, we're sitting somewhere. The likelihood of a crew coming up to you saying, you, oi. All your windows on your building, my company's going to do it. You're going to turn around and say, what? And then I say, oh, don't even talk. I say, what? So I'm doing the fucking windows there. The fuck are you talking about? They walk away. If you didn't have me sitting next to you, you're telling me if five guys walked up to you, you know they've got a gun on them, you know they've got killers in their team, and they say, Brigande, you've got 10 duplexes, we're going to do the work for you. You're going to say no to them? Yeah, sticky, sticky, sticky situation. What yeah. would you do? Yeah. What would you do? You'd fuck. Do what you gotta do. You'd say, "All right, do the work, bro. If you can do it, do yeah. it." But having me with you, you could turn around and say, "No, bro, I'm alright. I don't need you." We got a war. We got a war, man. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. <clears throat> so when you start off a bikey, what you start off as? It's called nominee, right? You told me that last time. But what's what's his role? What's is that a bottom feeder as well? Is that yeah, she kicker. How long have you got to be a shit kicker? 12 for? months. But the days have changed now. Now you can buy colours. Or if you're a gunman, you get your colours straight away. There's no. Sa- if you're a nom now in the club, you're a fucking idiot. Because let me tell you, all the gangs have realised we don't need noms. We need fucking so- soldiers. We need gunmen. We need, we need killers on our team. No killer's going to come nom up for you and go do your fucking groceries and clean your windows. And- so how you telling me that people don't make money and, and that whatever, the bike is life? But say there's a killers ch- and all that stuff. Like, well, listen. Say there's. Let's break. Wait, break it down. What is the life of a bikey? All right, I'll tell you. For example, me. Yeah. If I knew you're a gunman, I'm bringing you on my team. Just a security blanket. I'm gonna look after you. So I'm gonna look after you. I'm gonna look after you. I'm gonna look after you. You're a gunman. You can use your hands well, and you, a type of guy, will do anything I say. So you three are going to get looked after. You three are going to make money. But the average thug that's good at punching on in the pub, one or two blokes, walking around his chest up, steroid muncher, he's not making nothing. He's fucking useless for me. You know what I mean? I want a guy that can take on six, seven blokes with his fist. I want a guy that will take a life if he has to. And I want another guy who will do anything I say. Oh, to touch wood, I've never had to send anyone on any missions, but it's good to have that security blanket in your mind knowing I have three fucking solid, decent men that will stand with me to death. You, they will get looked after. Everyone else is not getting looked after. I'll tell you now. 
you, you walk past a cafe, there's 50 guys sitting there eating. I guarantee you 30, 40 of them are fucking just scraping up. Probably got pot runs and they're amongst themselves earning a couple of thousand here and there, struggling. The rural earners are the high up ones and the ones next to them that they need. So the, the, the high up ones that are earning big bucks and they're smart. Every gang's got a smart leader. All the leaders are smart. All the right hand men are smart. All the other ones are just fucking idiots. They're just for show. So if, you, if I'm a bikey, right? Let's say I'm a bikey. And something happened to me. This whole tit for tat situation, because I know that happens a lot, eh? Do you retaliate out of love or do you retaliate out of ego? Ego. There's no love in this world, brother. There's no love in this life. So if it's your one of your boys or one of your members is out of like, oh, you know what, that's my home, that's my that's my boy. Those or? days are over. Now they just retaliate because you touched one of the members. Touched someone on my crew, I touched someone on your crew. Even if I don't like the cunt. What does that mean for him? Does it give him more like respect in the crew? Or does it, what does he get? Does he get like Happy Meal or something? What do you mean? The guy that, you know, touches back. Does he get any sort yeah. of recompense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Like say, say a club's got a drama of another club and you're running the ball up. The president, vice president, sergeant arms amongst each other will talk and they'll talk to the other presidents, other harangues and they'll say, bro, we've got a few good cunts in our little circle. We'll run the ball up. What's that mean, run the ball up? They'll go out looking for the enemy. They'll get looked after. So say for instance, I'm making 50 grand a month. I'm taking eight grand out of that 50 grand a month, putting it into an elastic band. He's doing, that high rank's doing the same. He's doing, we all put together, say 30 grand. And we feed that one guy that's capable to keep his little crew together and be a ball runner for us. If the day ever came. You know, so not everyone's making money. Yeah. Only in, selected ones in every crew is making sounds like only the people that like have leadership skills 100 percent, or proper proper fucking gangsters that every gang's got a handful of proper gangsters that make the name for the rest of the fuckwits you know what i mean when you see a pack of harleys on the on the freeway 300 riding 280 of them are gooses 20 of them are fucking lions right 20 of them are killers, 20 of them are fucking gunmen, 20 of them are fucking dead set, going to die for their fucking image and name. The rest are just there for the fucking show. Just so they go home and make it look like mad cunts, find their girlfriends or their wives. Or at the set of lights, fucking flexing on their bike. I always wondered that because I know, I know a guy, right, who when I knew him when he was young, who we were growing up sort of together and stuff. And I'd see him always in the area. He was like... Someone you consider someone that's like a weak, someone weak flop, you know? I suggest you don't say his name because this guy now would probably nah, I'm not gonna make a name for himself. He's going to shoot you up for saying it to prove a point. I'm not going to drop names, but like, bro, everyone knew like, you know what I mean? He wasn't, he wasn't what he was. And then apparently joined a crew, la la la, changed the image. Suddenly like, I'm a sick cunt. 100%. That's 100% of the, the, the era these days. Don't worry what he was. Not everyone was born a lion I've had boys in my crew that were fucking gronks on the street <clears throat> when they were growing up but it deep down everyone's got it in them to go on with it you just got to learn like a, for example a cup a, a lion cub a cub cub yeah. doesn't know how to fend for itself when it's young you could walk up to a cub and pat it Walk up to it when it's matured and run with the leaders of the pack and try to pat a line in the fucking Kenya. Nah. So a lot of these gronks, I got, they're not gronks. I, I shouldn't call them gronks. These guys were, you, like that guy you think is a gronk. He's probably not a gronk. He probably always had that inner ability and always. Straight out, he was always a gronk. To your eye. Yeah, bro. Yeah, but listen, but let me tell you something. He could have just. Had does it make him a sitcom because now he's got tats and riding with the crew? It's does not about that. Make, does it's that not change about that. the character? Some people have no brothers and no family, and get slapped around because they got no one. To, some people need that support standing with them. They'll fucking they'll they'll shine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That yeah. guy that you're talking about, I guarantee my life on it. Without even knowing him, not knowing who he is, he will shoot you if you if you add him right now, as a fucking weak cunt, he'll shoot you. Because that weak cunt you thought was a weak cunt wasn't a weak cunt. He was a fucking gronk that didn't know what to do. 
Have you heard that song by Puck where he goes, you ain't shit without your homeboys? That's basically what I think of him and people like that. But are you telling me that the, in, in the whole bikies, you said there's 20, 280 of them a goose out of 300. I'm giving you an example. So you're telling me that those people, that can't be, that's not like, it's not seen. I mean, people come out and they're like a whole different, they started off a different image, you know, whatever. And then they joined the gang. Then suddenly now they're like start flexing and whatever. Is that does not does that not happen? It happens. There's a lot of losers in clubs. I'm telling you straight out. The only smart ones are the leaders and the ones next to the leaders. For example, you go to a restaurant, mm. Golden Century, and you see ten guys sitting on a table eating. I guarantee you they're ten soldiers. They're not fucking weak cunts. But I guarantee you that 10 are making the name for the 500 gronks they got in their club. Those 10 boys sitting on the table you sit eating, or 20 boys, are all fucking men, man's men, and they are able to hold their own weight. So, for example, let's not use any name. Say the game's called Bravos. Bravos. There's no such thing as Bravos in Australia or in the world. Let's use the name Bravos so we're not using a, a... Specific crew. I thought you said Brazos. No, no, Bravo. Say there's a game called Bravos. All right? And they got the biggest name in Sydney. Yeah. I guarantee you, 10 boys have made that name. But they're riding in a pack of 300, so you always think to your eye, fuck, 300 lions. Not 300 lions, brother. 260 fucking sheep. 20 lions at the front. Trust me on that. That's interesting, but what about when you catch them by themselves? Some people fold, some people are we, we stands. Can't. Yeah? Let me tell you, when I was in the prison, heaps of fucking guys come into my unit and I'd walk up to them and say, what crew you with? They'd be oh, oh. So they said, come, what fucking gang you with? Tell me fucking now what club you're running, you fucking dog. I see what I'm sending you in. What crew you with? I'm going to crack your fucking head out if you don't tell me. Bro, I swear to God, bro. I was with this club, but I just jumped ship now. I'm out. And that's why I've been brought to this jail because I left them. I'd be like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? He's like, bro, I'm not in their crew, I'm not in their crew no more. That's why management moved me over here. But they're really in that crew and they got moved because management's got annoyed of them and they've come and doing it and it's buckled. And I was like, you fucking coward. That what reminds me, what's that whole 1% thing? Like, I know what it is, but people out there that don't know, what is that? That tattoo, what does that represent? There's a guy called Sonny Bargo, a hell's angel. A lot of gangs won't admit this because they don't want to be admitting that the Hells Angels were the ones that introduced the 1%. A lot of gangs won't admit it because they all want to be number one. I'm confident in myself and I'm not afraid of it. No club, I'm not afraid of the Hells Angels. So I'm not sitting here brown tongue in the Hells Angels. You feel me? feel you. But I will say this and say it how it is. Sonny Bargo is the one who made 1%ers. Hells Angel in America was a fucking staunchest cunt, bro. This cunt, I read his life story. Staunchest cunt. He was, I think he was in the um, the flights in the army. <coughs> he was an angel in the sky, dropping bombs and all that. Full proper fucking, proper fucking soldier. You know what I mean? In the heat of the, in the midst of the war, when he came back from fighting in wherever the fuck he was fighting, I think Vietnam. I don't know where he was fighting. He he was like he was killing people left, right, and center in the war. So he came back fucking, not knowing what to do. He was, he's, he's, yeah, yeah. Trained to fucking kill this bloke. So he started the Hells Angels. He used to be called Angels of the Angels of the Sky or something. His plane was called Angels. He was the one flying over dropping bombs. And then he was running amok. And then when he got arrested and he was in front of a judge, the judge said to him, you're 1% of society that from the war came back as not fitting in normal society. So he, he started the 1%ers. The Hells Angels are the first people that are 1%ers. And the rest of the gang just followed him. But no one would admit that to you because they all want to be number one. You ask any other gang, they'll say, nah, bro, we started it. We never fucking started it. Hell's Angels started 1%, bro. You got to give them that much credit. They started the bikies, brother. Trade the fuck out. If you don't admit that, then you're just a fucking loser. So it basically represents that you're like outcast of society or something like that. Sonny Bargo started the 1% lifestyle. Yeah. And all the other gangs followed through. That's why the Hell's Angels in the world are the biggest. One of the biggest clubs. Now, these bikies that they join, most of them have 
girlfriends, wives, what's, how do they, you know? Yeah. I've yeah. heard there's a lot of... Uh, I feel sorry for their wives. Being a bike's wife is a very, very difficult thing, brother. A girl's got to be very, very tolerable. And she's got to have thick skin. Because her husband's cheating. He's out all nights, all hours of the night. So now you see me at home. I don't party too much. I go once a week to dinner with my mates. I'm not into that life. So you're not seeing it. But bro, all the bikers that are involved in that lifestyle are out seven days a week. Hotel parties, benders, clubhouse parties, whatever they're doing. They're not coming home for three, four days. A wife's got to accept that. It's not nice, brother. Straight out. What's up with the... Um, I see a lot of people, like, they got the tattoo on the back. They got the colours tattooed. Is that... You're supposed to be 20 years before you can get that. But I know what you're saying. A lot of guys on Instagram, young cunts... I've seen got, some people, yeah, they've just got the same tattoo. I mean, you got a tattoo on your back, the 14, but... Even I broke the, the rule and got the tattoo straight away. I went to the tattoo shop and fucking done it. What does it represent? What does it mean? You gotta be 20 years in a game before you can wear the colours tattooed on your back. What does that do for you? It's just a... Just a look. After 20 years, you earned the right to... Because the vest can be taken off you. Yeah. If you've got the tattoo on your back, it's fucking hard to take it off you. So once you put that on your back, you're there for life. And you're only there for life if you've done 20 years in a crew. Like me, I've yeah, done 20 yeah, yeah. years in a gang. I'm a nomad for life. I can't get kicked out unless I've done something very, very wrong. How do you get kicked out? If you break the rules. Give me examples. If I fucked your wife, if I give up someone. Um, What's some of some stuff that you've had to kick people out? Cunts fucking each other's wives, girlfriends. Seriously, that's yeah. Can't few cunts done statements on cunts, and I found out about it before they joined us. I kicked them out. Cunts in the street. Drop a story. Huh? Drop a story off the top of your head. What's the first person that comes to your mind that you kicked out? Fuck, I've kicked out a lot of people, brother. Let me think. Fuck, you're going back a long time. I'll tell you. I was out one night and I was on Oxford Street. See, see the pins in my wrist? Let me see. Yeah. I got into a fight with a couple of Islanders. And fucking... Oh, boo! No, honestly, I got into a fight with a couple of Islanders and they jumped me. Four of them fucking... Yeah, they fucked me up. And I had two nomads with me at that time and they left me. Seriously? I'm not going to say their names. Were you the president at this time? No, I was just a member. But we kicked him out. I kicked him out. My cousin gets me. He was here. I told him. Come to my hospital bed. See him guess what happened? I just got out of operation. Happened at DCM nightclub. What happened what happened to you? What, what happened to your hand? I was on I think it was Oxford Street now. Next to Fox Studios. I was with my girlfriend at the time. And my girlfriend was in the passenger seat, two of the boys were in the back. And me and my girlfriend were arguing. And I pulled over on Oxford Street. I drove from because we were living near Fox Studios. So I left Fox Studios, got in the car, we we're going for a little cruise. We're going to the area. I was going to drop those boys off. My cousin owned DCM nightclub. Kick, you know, she was fucking doing my head in. So I pulled over. I said, get the fuck out of the car. Kicked her out. And I was going to continue on to drop the boys off. And she was going to go home. I was living in um, Fox Studios near there. Randwick. <coughs> and then two of the boys go, fuck it, bro. We're here now. Let's go see who's here. Because back then we are partying. Like, fuck, five nights out of, this, out of the seven. We're out always partying. They can see if you know if the oil bays are here. Oil bays, I mean, boys. Yeah. Sorry, I talk. <laughs> that's how I talk. It's just naturally. It's immature I talk like that, but that's how I used to always talk. So I pulled over, got out of the car. The boys went upstairs. I stayed downstairs for a bit. And then I followed up. Long story short, I was really angry for my missus. So I walked upstairs. There wasn't that many of the boys there. A few of the doormen were there and that, but I didn't see many of the boys. Everyone was scattered out. But the two that were with me, with my close mates, not just members. I was on the bar, I was drinking, and I was staring at this islander. I didn't know they were there on a big bucks party. <clears throat> Long story short, I was staring at this one islander who was staring at him, I was staring at him, we just kept staring at each other, and I was like, fuck that. I just grabbed the bottle off the table, off the bar, I walked up to him, smashed him on the side of the face with it. Ooh. Bro, they jumped me, 
They kicked the fuck out of me, brother. I'll tell you straight out. I didn't realise it was all oh, there. Heaps of them. Four, five. Now, du- you know when you did that? Was that just Dalakara and that? Like, were you yeah. just ego or was it? Yeah, listen. And let me tell you, those two fucking blokes said that they were on the other side. They didn't see the fight. Is it? Is it like a crime to look away when someone's staring at you? I was you? angry with my missus. So I yeah. took my anger out and I ended up on the worst end. I got jumped. My hand was snapped. I got four pins in my wrist. Shit. Yeah. All the police came. This, that was a big scene. Ambulance came. One of the islanders that jumped me jumped in the ambulance with me. I didn't know. I was out cold. I didn't know, bro. I found out later. I get to the hospital. This islander... This is why I like Islanders, bro. This bloke jumped me, but when he realized my hand was snapped, when I watched the camera back later, he was throwing people off me and shielding me because my hands was to there and my eyes had rolled back and I was out. Shit. So the Islander that I bottled saved me and got in the fucking ambulance and took me to the hospital. He signed the papers and when my dad got there, my mum and everyone came, they told me one of your boys, he left. He was really his battered head, everything bleeding. He wasn't that bad. He no. didn't move a, you know those long, those shot ones? Yes. Those, they don't break, you know those long, you know those, those yeah, 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 ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took that, hit him with it, didn't break. So it didn't really fuck him up. You know what I mean? It was dark, I didn't even get him properly. So he wasn't even that bad, this cunt. They fucked me up, bro. He said to my dad, oh, I'm going to go. He's all right, I'm out of here, he's all here. My dad told me that. To this point, I would thought it was one of the boys. yeah. Sam comes to the hospital. He goes, Tom, what happened? This John comes. He's that John. He goes, what the fuck happened? John ended up smashing a few of the security guards, kicking him out. Banned me for fucking months from the club. Came to the hospital. He goes, what happened? I told him. He goes, shut the fuck up. I know you started it. Anyway, he goes, you know, you fucking two goons with you. Left you with it. He goes, I watched the fucking footage. There's two fucking weak cunts with you. Left you with it. I'd really known that anyway. Um, long story short, I was out for revenge. Hell bent on revenge. Got the footage. Tracked these blokes down through all the islanders I knew. Fucking grabbed this islander. Coming out of work, grabbed him. He said straight out. Like after, we, we touched him up a little bit. I was going to fucking kill him to the truth. I was fucking so revved up. I wanted to just fucking cut his arms off. And he was yelling. He's going, bro, I fucking went to the hospital with you this time. I'm like, after I calmed down, I'm like, what? I get everyone to leave him, leave him, leave him. I said, what? This bro, I drove you to the hospital. I came to the hospital in the ambulance. Your dad came around. I go, was that you? He goes, yeah. I go, you're the islander that took me to the hospital. So I told everyone, he, we're not touch, we're not harming this guy. That's it. I go, just fuck, calm down. I pulled over. I said, I threw him in the car. I was going to fuck him up after <laughs> straight out. I said, no one's going to harm you, bro. I'm fucking so sorry. I didn't realize. Just tell me what happened. He goes, bro, straight out, you fucking hit me with the bottle. I was on a box. The boys all got into it. We, you know, we sort of got into ya. When I seen you fucked up, he goes, bro, I shielded you, bro. I called the fucking ambulance, rah, rah. Anyway, he said to me, two boys even fucking left you with it, bro. Confirmed what I already knew. All right? Already knew. And then those two members, I took their Harleys off them, took their colors off them, bashed the fuck out of them, and kicked them out. They weren't the first guys I kicked out, but yeah, that's no. one of the stories I remember I kicked them out. That's a good story. Yeah. What is up with that? What is up with the whole staring thing? The whole like, oh, eyeing out, eyeing out. Remember when we were in the shops? Yeah, bro. And they, they, same thing, another islander. It's always islander staring at me, bro. You've you seen your own eyes. When that guy was staring at me, I can't break away. But it's not just islanders, bro. It's, bro, I've seen it with... Heaps but of people. It's Even the, Lebos, bro. You know why it's mainly the Islanders? Like, I walk and you see Lebos are staring at Lebos. Yeah, but you like, know why it's mainly, yeah, back, it's mainly Islanders because Islanders are staunch cunts, bro. They fucking fight. They're not fucking afraid of no cunt. Lebos are staring and then they turn... When, they, when you stare back and you give them enough stare, they know you're going to kill them. They turn away. Not every Lebo, but most Lebos. These fucking Islanders, they won't turn away, brother. They will keep... You see your own eyes that day. Me and the Islander almost smacked it out in the car park. Excuse me. In the car park. We both stopped, looked yeah. at each other, and then it just got awkward. He didn't say, I didn't say anything, and then we just continued walking. Like, he broke away, and I broke, kept walking. Yeah, he, uh, what did he say? He, he said, ho. He said, hi. What's up, bro? Yeah, something like yeah. that. But he seemed like an alright bloke. But the reason I always clash with Islanders is because I've grown up with Islanders. So they've taught me always to fucking fight. Never turn your eye. Like, Tonga Sam raised us, bro. You know what I mean? Like, so... Every time I say, oh, no, I just stare at him and he stares at me and 
Like, I know what he's thinking. Fucking weak cunt's gonna turn his face. So I won't turn my face. Because I know the culture, you know. That's why I get along so well with Islanders. All my friends are Islanders, brother. My best friends are Islanders. Like, I, I, I relate to them more because... I don't know, bro. I just grew I up in that. I got some friends that are Islanders too. They're yeah, very cultural I, as well. Yeah, is, I grew up Islanders, Which is similar, similar to like... Lebo's, and like, Lebo's we don't have say, the same culture, but we're similar in terms of Similar people. You know, like, like, yeah. Let me tell you, you're Family orientated, you're cultural, you're just... Lebo's and Islanders are fucking similar. I'm telling you now, bro. These cunts, if you're their friend, they're your friend. Big you know hearts I mean? too. Big hearts, yeah. Yeah, no, I always thought it's funny, bro, when you... When, like, people stare at you. I don't have a problem, bro. I just stare away. I, I fool don't give a shit, bro. Nah, bro. Yeah, I, you, see, I know you. Different, you stare at me. I'm telling you. I, but for me, for me, bro, I'm like, hold on, but you know me. I like to, this is what I like to do. I like to pick the option that gives like the less energy in my life. Do you know what I mean? Like for example, if I have a girl, yeah, and she's causing me like four out of ten stress. That's too much stress. <laughs> I would like to bring it back down to like a one or two. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, if I see someone in the street and they're eyeing me out, and I haven't done anything to them. And they haven't done anything to me, but it's just the ego thing. But I'm happy just to hey, look away. No, all good. Once I had, I think it was a bikey as well, but it was Aussie, right? True story. I was with my brother. We're going to the gym. I'm driving and you know, on the roundabout. Yeah. So I, I drove across the roundabout to the other, to like driving straight, yeah, right? Yeah. The guy on my right, he was a bit further down. Yeah. So like I drove straight, but my bad. I actually drove straight when he was he started speeding up, but yeah. I didn't really take into consideration that he sped up. And yeah. I just sort of whatever. He got pissed off, bro. So anyway, I didn't mind. I didn't. I was like, whatever. I kept driving. All you see is like in the like whatever. He done a U turn, comes back, and he's flying, bro. He's <laughs> flying, and I just see this like a big Aussie guy, probably like 50, 55, 50 years old, big beard down here, bro. He won the drama. Bro, he wanted a drama hard. I got my little bro, I got my younger brother sitting next to me, right? I'm going to the gym, I'm kicking it, having cool like chill but like chill day, you know? And I purposely literally didn't mean to like cut this guy off. Yeah. But it was my bad, straight out. Yeah. Anyway, he jump pulls he he cuts me off the road. Alright. He uh, puts his handbrake up and I'm like, oh whatever. He jumps out, bro. This big, big old, I don't know, some Aussie guy, whatever. Looks at me, he's like, you're fucking, oh, you tell me over, like, full crazy. I'm like, sorry, bro, I didn't see you there. That's all I said to him. I'm like, oh, my bad, man. Like, sorry, I didn't see you. I just looked at him like that. Bro, he's just sitting, he's going, yeah, you better see me now. <laughs> he gets in his car, like slams the door and he just drives off. But I felt at the time, I was like, bro, it's easy for me to be like, hey, man, sorry, my bad. Then Because like. When you give that sort of your ego, you put your ego bro, away. See, just when you put your ego away, it's like easy. Bro. There's no, 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 it's not there's easy. There's no dramas, bro. See, to you, it's easy. But full of, if I went to him, I would be like, hey, like, yeah, bro, what you, what, and, you, and what? Bro, I'm full not bothered for the dramas, eh? I got my younger brother sitting there, bro. Even yeah, nah. if my younger brother wasn't there, I would be like, bro, it's out of 80, man. Like, yeah, nah, bro, see, I would have just, nah, it will be on. I'm talking about ego. I don't give a fuck who it is, brother. I'm full the opposite. Nah. You know, you know, you know when you go to doctors... And they got like the stress level and cholesterol and that. All mine are low cuz. Yeah, nah, <laughs> yeah, see, nah. I can't let that go. Nah, I'll forward. You stare at me? I like to diffuse things, bro. Nah. Nah. Full, like, Fuck that, bro. bro how many times we do this podcast, bro? I just sometimes don't even reply because I'm like, <laughs> if I if I reply, I know you're gonna get angry because I know you're on a personal level. I'm like, bro, I'm full not bothered, eh? Full not bothered, like getting nah, into see, it. I get I got a bad quality and I got big ego. That's my bad quality. I don't give a fuck. If it's a girl guy, you know, there's going to be a fucking beef. Yeah, but you know what? I was like that when I was younger. Younger, I was like a bit hard-headed, like every other. But do you know what? Why, why I started switching in terms of like my perspective? It's what I, it was from the work. When I started, because I did door-to-door sales, right? Before I, whatever. I was doing door-to-door sales, but you got to keep your attitude. You speak, so you tell me if you walk with your girlfriend, I'll sus- look at her. No, suss this out. Suss this out. Bro, you think I'm going to get in a drama over a girl? Cause well, I leave her there. I get another one. <laughs> Are you serious? So you got to change. It was my, if it was my wife, different story. Then, then we have a conversation. Yeah, but nah. full throwing fists for like stabbing people over what? Like just oh brother, you looked at me. I looked at you. Nah. If it's a full drama, you did something. You hurt my family. All right, maybe let's do something yeah, else. Nah, you know what see, mean? nah, I'm different. Yeah, but hold on. Let me get back to this whole door to door thing. All right. Yeah. When I started door to door, right? What we had to do. The guy goes to me. Look, if you want to move up on this door to door 
um, sales yeah. and you want to manage people, he's like, what you have to do is you got to keep your attitude and you got to get the most sales. So what we speak to a hundred people a day, bro. Knock on a hundred people's door. If you're by yourself, you've got no one watching you and you have to do it. And bro, 90 people out of a hundred say no to you. Tell you to fuck, <sighs> like, you know, slam it What were you selling? Face. Whatever. We sell different, different things at the time. We were selling, um, you can sell phones, you're selling uh, charity, you're doing whatever you're representing, right? Different uh, clients. Bro, out of, imagine this, you speak to a hundred people a day, 90 out of them, are like rude. The door it's in your like face. a sub on your fucking dog. You know what I mean? Walking. You, you know what I mean? The first, from the first day I learned, right? You, they, they teach you, bro, straight out. If you don't have, you don't keep your attitude the whole way through and you don't differentiate between logic and emotion, then like, you, you're like, you're going to suck at the business, right? Yeah. And they go to move up, to, to uh, manage people, to have teams under you, whatever. You got to be what able to- What was the worst thing happened to you, bro? What do you mean? On the doors? Bro, just people just being rude, you know? You don't call your dirty leba? So fuck off out of the world. Nah, I didn't get like racist. I didn't really get racism. I got a fucking ego so big. I was in Lebanon. I was with my wife. You my married? I got married to this lady Which from, one? from Syria. I'm married legally here, but I'm divorced. Okay, yeah. I went to Lebanon. I got married in Lebanon, the Muslim way. Okay, the kid. To this yeah, Syrian yeah. girl. You know, I'm in the club with this fucking girl. How long still, ago was this? Last year, I'm still married to her. She lives in my place in Tripoli. Damn. Yeah, I'm still married to her. You know, this, I'm in the club. She had a bad past, this girl. All the local fucking thugs are in the club know her. She's fucking hot as fuck, brother. I'll tell you now. Who cares? She's got a pass. We all got passed. You know, I took her from the fucking street. And I said to her straight out, I said, you want me to marry you? You give me my wife. I'm going to give you a place to live. You no longer come to these nightclubs without me. Because the clubs over there, it's just all bad, bro. She had to do what she got to yeah, do to yeah. live. I said, you know, don't worry about that. I'm in the club. I've got a gun on me. I carry a gun everywhere in Lebanon because I had a, a license. I paid fucking seven grand for it. I can carry a gun in the airport. Wherever I am, I got a gun on me. I got a fucking chauffeur. Anyway, I walk into the club. I got a gun down my pants. Got her around me hugging her. Bro, I don't even know. I don't even wear big chains. I had a big fucking gold chain, bro. Like that fat, bro. I'm telling you, I when I was in Lebanon, everyone was wearing jewelry. So I went into a jewelry shop. Fucking put 20 grand on a fucking chain. Fucking pumped it out with diamonds. Being a mad cunt sitting in the club. Got my hand around that. I'm hugging her this, that. I see these fucking little thugs. You, can, you know, I know thugs, brother. I've been on the street my whole life. They're looking at me and I'm looking at them. And bro, I have my hand there on that. And she goes to me, Allah khalik, hulay zaharonet. No one knows you here, something like that, you know I, I mean? want to translate. Yeah, no, she's They're like, just troublemakers, yeah, don't worry about them. Yeah, yeah she, as soon as she's seen him, she warned me anyway. She says, Zaharon, home, please, matala fion. I go, what are you talking about? I go, Nick Albon, are you serious? I go, I got a fucking gun on me. I'm a fucking gangster, wherever I go, I fuck these cunts up, they go drama. So I put my hand around that. I, I was smacking a joint. I thought I was the sickest cunt, bro. Isn't that lawn living on? Fuck around me, bro. I put a fucking bullet in you. I just pay money to get out of jail, bro. <laughs> so, you know, I'm hugging her. And this and that. And I whispered in the ear. And she's telling to tell me to leave. She's like, let's just go, don't what do you hold like in the Zaronet? Don't listen. lower yourself. Yeah, I go, listen, I'm a fucking dog from the street. in Lebanese Bagana Zaron in the shed. I go, I'm a my mate. Abnik Ummon, come on. She says, Allah Khalik Hole Zaronet, Hole proper Zaronet, Matmanik Maon. These are real proper yeah, troublemakers. As I said that, bro, fucking music's cracking. I was revving up, pulled the gun out, cocked it back. Thinking these cunts don't want to fucking go. I'm going to shoot these cunts in the middle of the club. Bro, these fucking cunts see me clock my gun back. They didn't give a fuck, brother. They thought, yeah. They fucking started surrounding me from everywhere of the club. See, by this time I got revved up. Bro, I put my gun away. I just clocked it back, put it away. But by this time, they, they got offended. So they started all circling around me. Fuck, but I pulled the gun out. I said, come on, say, yeah, fuck, I'm dogs. I was going to start shooting him in the club. She's holding the gun. Security come, hug me, got the hands around me saying, like trying to calm it down. Calm down, calm down, bro. They're coming at me. I thought, do I just start shooting everyone? I thought, fuck that. I'll shoot him outside. I went outside. I was going to fucking pray. They were fucked. I think straight out. I was in that zone. I thought I was a young guy again. And I'm in a movie, bro. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking, bro. You know, I went outside. I just thought, fuck these cunts. I'm capping all of these cunts. I'm shooting every motherfucker comes out of this club. I'm standing outside. And then the security slammed the door shut. And held the door, wouldn't let them out. The other guy turned to him, he goes, Allah Khalik, he goes to me, that guy follows American in security. They let the main guy out, he came out. He goes, Calm down, brother. Yeah, Calm the down. Indian movie. Once called me American movie, once called me Indian movie. He's like, they tell you, don't be a hero. Yeah, be, yeah, yeah. This is not a movie, you're going to get killed. 
And he's talking to me, and I got the gun in my hand. I said, I'll fucking nick Alba. I said, get that cocksucker out here now, the, one who's, the main one who's staring at me. I said, I'll nick him. He goes, I'm not a man. 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 He goes, back and forth. But they carrying as well? Bro, next minute, this guy's standing right next to me. I didn't even know he was with them. Bro, I had a gun drawn on me straight away. I didn't even see it. And I looked. What kind of gun was it? I, don't know, I think it was a Glock. I don't know, bro. But he had a gun in his hand. I didn't look too much at him, so I didn't want to catch the eye contact. Then we're going to shoot each other. So I, I seen, I knew he was, I knew he pulled the gun. I didn't know if he was a cop. I, I knew he pulled the gun, so I wasn't focusing on him. I was focused on this guy. And the guy goes, "Please give me the farad, Allah Khalik. And that girl's yelling and screaming. And the security's trying to calm me down. The security knew who I was, because a couple of days before, I went to my cousin Salah. He's big in the army. very well known. When I walked into the club with him. My cousin didn't want to go to the club because I said, listen, I want to party. He's like, I don't fuck our nest. I will and take you there. I will show that's you That's what around. he said to me. I swear to you guys, I'll take you there. I'll show you around. No one <laughs> fuck with you, don't I? You have a gun, you have a license. I'll fucking kill anyone to talk to you. <laughs> anyway, he took me to the club. So I was a mad cut. My cousin took me there, showed me around. I thought I'm untouchable. My cousin's crazy cunt. Anyway, we label on here. I'll kill these cunts. You know, I'll pay money to get out of jail. But back to the story. The girls yelling, they're all yelling. And that guy said my cousin's name. To him, he goes, Hey, Roy Bullah Salahdin, Ru'u Allah Khaliko, and then that guy goes, Behiatak Dinil Farad. This is this is the relative of yeah, Salahdin, please. Nah, nah Salahdin, my cousin's name is. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm just translating. Yeah. And he goes, Give me the gun. And Lebanese, like, he's like, Give me the gun, please, just give me the gun. So I gave him the gun, because by that time, it was, yeah, he I was calming well. me down. He was like an elder, not an elder, but he was taking that role. He was being the peace guy. He got the gun off me, it settled everything down, and then, bro, me and he started talking, and then he goes to me, you don't want to die here. I said, What? I said, okay, you're getting smart again, you fucking animal. You think I'm a fucking goose something? I said, I'm going to get my cousin to snap. Fuck his yeah, listen, I was going off my head. Anyway, they fucking can't calm me down. Long story short, my ego almost got me fucking killed. He gave me my gun back with no bullets in it. I swear to God. He took all the bullets out of it, cleaned my chamber at everything. He goes, Yeah, you don't need a fighter. You're my guest. He goes, You sit with me from now on. You're here every night with me. You don't need a gun no more. I'm here, mafia. So he says, you understand mafia? I said, yeah. There's me like mafia here. This is my country. You went to my fucking country. Calm the fuck down. This is not Hollywood, Bollywood. He says, you calm down. I said, all right. He ended up in a good bag. And then one of them said to me, about, my, about the girl married, called the Sharmuta. <laughs> he didn't realize I'm married. Now. He goes, hey, Sharmuta, Mark. Anyway, I love money. I can't let him show Sharmuta. He goes, hey, Rakhfia. I go, listen, you fucking dick. I'm marrying this girl. What the fuck are you talking about? Long story short, friends of all these guys now. And when I was in Lebanon, I started the nomads. So after that, I realized, hang on, there's fucking crews over here. I better take the boys out with me. So I took a few of the boys out of me. Everyone was armed up. And we are going to the clubs every night. My ego so big. Brother, I swear to God, the boys with me were warning the, all, the, all the other Lebanese in the club. Going around that know each other. said, listen, please, guys from Australia. He's Zaron. He's going to shoot anyone who gets in his way. Because I swear my grandma was great. Sorbet was going around. Sorbet's got a big pool over there like Saba's dad's a militant in the war. Crazy people these guys are. And Saba's running the ball up for the nomads at this stage. And Saba's one of my good mates from Australia. you got a chapter about in, Le- in Lebanon now. Yeah, Saba got deported from um, Sydney to Lebanon. And Saba's not a bikey. Let's make that clear now before he gets this intel on him. But Saba hooked me up with a lot of boys and opened up nomads there. But anyway, I was going out every night with the boys armed up, fucking just partying. But my ego, bro, was so big. Even in Lebanon, I was letting cunts, like if I was in a club drinking, and I, the owner would come up to me and say to me, for example, the owner come once, he goes, please, bro, show you, huh? But just have fun. Please come down. Yeah, he goes, don't pull your gun don't out of my club. Don't pull your gun out. Yeah, he goes, don't pull your gun out of my club. I pulled the gun straight out. I was like, fucking Nick, I don't know what I said to him. I can up, you know, when you're acting up. Yeah, yeah. But that's my ego. In Lebanon, bro, let me tell you, my cousins called my mom and said, you have to get him out of here. This guy's causing too much trouble here. Sorry, bro. Yeah, bro, you alright? Oh, but you alright? Because you didn't call back. I told you to call me back. Fuck, I, thought, fuck, I get worried, mate. I, I need you to stay alive. <laughs> uh, I'll speak to you tomorrow. Alright, bye. <laughs> bye. Yeah? Um... Yeah, so I'm walking around Lebanon, thinking I was this. What were we talking about, Lebanon? Yeah. Yeah, I was walking around Lebanon, thinking I'm the sickest cunt. Bro, my relos called my mum and said, 
you got to get your son out of here. He's causing too much trouble. He's, he's bought this prostitute, married her, put her in the fucking... They call her prostitute. She's not a prostitute, but they call her... I don't know what she was, but she was a bad girl. She's from Syria, living on the fucking... Clubs. You got to do what you got to do, bro. Yeah, they got clubs there. They got rooms in the back of the clubs. What? She was living there. Yeah, for you. You know, they're going, you got to get him out of here. Bro, this guy called Walid something. He's like the biggest cunt in Tripoli. This cunt owns Tripoli. Like, he's... The hardest cunt in Tripoli. Like the town is all his. He's a politician, but he's a gangster. I, I call him a gangster. They call him Abadoy. I say he's a fucking gangster. He's got five thousand men. He told my uncle, "Who's this fucking Zaron from Australia? Fuck with the whole of Abadoy. Put him on a chain, or I'm gonna put him in a box." That was the message to me. Shit. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck! I was angry. I can fucking bring him. I nick all these fucking and silver. Like, bro, calm down. This guy's big fish over here. Don't don't say these things you're saying. And then I'll end up going to a different village. I left my village, went to Sobir's village, and it stuck with them. And I'm going back to Lebanon very soon. Yeah, but I ran a mark in Lebanon, bro. I was getting around like I was fucking. Yeah, my ego, bro. Like, it's the ego. It's going to get killed one day. But I was in the Falefin shop. I swear to God, getting the Falefin out of drama. I was getting the Falefin. This fucking Lebanon looked at me. I looked at him. I go, what? He was shooting. Hey, bang, slapped me in the back of my neck, bro. I turned around. Give us that swear. This is a bunch of this guy in the middle of the fucking shop. Bang, bang. He slapped me, bro. But look at the way I look. He slapped me. Bro, like, you know on what the, On the neck? Bro, it was like this. I was lining up and I, I was... I had the ego about me, especially when I'm in a country there's no law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can imagine me with no law. I've got a gun down my pants, a knife in my fucking sock. I swear to God, walking around like I was fucking... You don't understand that my attitude. Rambo. What Rambo, bro? I was the gangster <laughs> Rambo. Yeah, I'm lining up and then... He goes, sure, you're 80. Something like that. I go, what? I go, sure, like that. He goes... Oh, on the back of my neck. They're over there, that's how they fight. Bro, I hooked him. We started punching on. Sorbet ended up kicking the fuck out of this bloke. Sorbet can fight, bro. Sorbet's a machine, I'll tell you now. Sorbet came in, bang, 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 bang. Kicked the fuck out of this bloke. And he goes, what happened? I go, bro, they can't fucking slap me on the back of the neck. Because me and the guy started going out in the middle of the shop. And it, like the floor was pretty slippery too. They must have been cleaning the floor. So I'm fucking falling down this guy. This <laughs> so when Sorbet has come in, he's seen me and him wrestling on the floor. I tell you now, Sorbet dragged him out and... Nailed him. Like, everyone, all the shop people hold the media on. So, I could stop, they broke up the fight. But Sorbet ripped him out. And, bro, I came outside. Sorbet kicked the fuck out of this bloke. Well, like, kicked, but that just shows you my ego. Like, everyone was going to Lebanon was having a drama. Oh, mate. Isn't that like a headache button for all your homies that hang out with you when you 100%. go out? Straight out. That's why I don't go out much in Sydney because I don't want to end up killing someone. Do you know what I mean? Like That's why I like hanging out with you in the house and that. Kick it, listen, chill, have a laugh, you know? But why do you think I don't post where I go and where I come? I put makeup on my tattoos and go out. I go out most nights, not most nights, but I do go out sometimes, but I don't air it on my Instagram. I don't want people to see what I look like with makeup because you won't recognise me, brother. No I showed you a video. Straight out? Yeah, you seen a video. A few, a few months ago, I showed you a video of me with makeup on. You won't recognise me. I can't remember. But I cover makeup. I put makeup to there. To there, my fucking face. That's what got the beard covering my tattoos. And I, I don't have the religious beard with the no moustache. I have a nice groomed beard. I put makeup here. Did you put like lipstick in that? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, put, I put makeup here, makeup there. I get makeup all across my neck. I go out. Straight out. Bro, let me tell you something. I go out. I see cunts from different crews. They don't even know who the fuck I am. They don't even look at me twice. Promise to God, bro. When I got no tattoos, no one stares at me. No issue, bro. I don't get it like fucking marquee where every copper is going to come in drag me out it's going to be on the front page of the yeah, yeah, yeah. newspaper oh yeah Tujor's covered his tattoos and if I go to places that know who we are and turn a blind eye do you know what I mean they let me in as long as I'm not with any boys that I've got an understanding of them I'll sleep in sleep out you know what I mean? even places my cousin owns I go there with my tattoos covered do you go there with like different ID in that I don't need ID just call it <laughs> listen, I, listen, I slip in and slip out. I know the people that own the place, most places I go to. So, like, oh, man, you got, you got your ID and stuff. My name's Brendan Dawson. And they're like, nah, mate, you were to Jules? Hey, nah, mate, uh, Brendan you Dawson. Know, I was in Brisbane <laughs> a few, about maybe eight months ago, nine months ago. I was in Brisbane. I put makeup all over my face on my hands. I went out. I had my real ID on me. I got to a fucking strip joint. And then the guy goes to me, he didn't give a fuck who I was. He didn't know who I was. If I was a normal, so fucking average Joe Blow. He's cost your ID, bro. Fuck me, dead. Fuck. I gave him my ID. He put it in the machine. Machine didn't buzz. That's a fucking lie, brother. You know they say once you give your ID, every bikey, bro. Nah. I gave my ID. 
bro, straight in. Just walk straight in. No, like a, I was like an onky, bro. They got a little, nope. yeah, 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 got the big island that stopped me like this. He's like, it's ID, bro. I was like, yeah, sweet. I'm fucked. I'm going to give my ID. He's going to check who I am. I ain't getting in now. There's going to be a drama. Because once he questions who I am and he knows he's rejected me, I have to act up to this bloke. I'm fucking, I'm thinking, I'm going to get fucking KO'd right now with this big fucking black cunt. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I went in there and bro, I'm telling you, fucking, sometimes I go out and no one knows who I am. I enjoy myself. But, I only be hard cut on my tattoos and show. CBF by hanging out with all those dramas, isn't it? It's unnecessary, but bro, what can we do? You chose to be a singer, I chose to be a gangster. <sighs> Straight out. Well, let's wrap this up. It's the brilliant shit I ever wrote. Up in the studio, you see me again there. I'm ready to show. <laughs> you know what? A lot of people said, hey, bro, this bloke looks stoned. You? Yeah, everyone said you look stoned. <laughs> you know the comments and that? Let's just address that before we go. You know all these comments people say? This, they talk absolute shit. I don't even get into it. If I catch any of them on the street, and let him come say something. Let me tell you. You know what I've realized? On the comments, it's all haters. But everyone I bump into in real life, hey, bro, I love your podcast. I guarantee you one of them cunts probably wants to talk shit on my thing. But they, they come, hey, brother, I love your podcast. You're the sickest car. I love you, Rara. In my mind, I think, I wonder if that was the cunt talking shit. But the other day, I was at the casino. And I parked at the front. I was waiting for this girl. It was in the daytime, too. And I had my door open. I was just kicking back. I was drinking the water. I was waiting for this girl to hurry up. Because I, I can't go to the casino because I'm being. And the workers at the front, they go, hey, bro, you're that fucking guy from podcast. I looked at him and I thought, I reckon that's the cunt be talking shit about me. <laughs> I just gave him this look and then he got fucking weird because I work right in front of my car. And then he looked at his mate and he goes, oh yeah, bro, I love this guy. And he's overly stating he loved me, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I thought to myself, fucking shifty cunt. There's probably one of these fuckweeds trolling me. Like, you see the comments they say? I read some of them, bro. Some of Smart them were like, cunts, uh, bro. Some, some of them were funny. Mostly about it's probably you, you cunt. What? Trolling me. Dude. I troll myself as well? Yeah, bro. Oh, this bloke looks like he's stoned, doesn't want to be Yeah, here. you never realise? <laughs> all the comments about you are borderline smart asses. Like, with me, you're a fucking dog, you're a fucking training fucker, you're a fat fucking lebo. But with you, it's always... Bro, I don't... Normal, like, really, like, stroking you, but in a... Because, I, bro, I don't I don't say much, do much. You know what I mean? All right, man. You see Brigande. More to show. Uh, yeah, you can't fuck me. <laughs> Hey, you know what, my I got an album dropping Friday. What today. is it, bro? You know that song I listened to just before. A red written. Yeah. Fuck, bro. How have how aren't you signed? Hey, I got I got. Hey, man. Hey, listen. Hey. How aren't you signed? Hey, can you put that song now? Oh, put it up. Put it up. Put it up. Put it up. Just a glimpse. Put it thirty second. Anyone that hears that will bro, go listen, buy your song. A lot of these. Um, I need that song. I'm a lot I of want snaps. that on a. Listen, I want your thing. I'm getting a lot of snaps. My car. How do I do it? What? All your music. Yeah, go to Spotify. It's dropping today. New album. Is all I do? Go to Spotify. No, I want to put on King of the Melodies. Apples. Yeah, Apple's on there too. Yeah, alright, I'll get it tonight. Bro, I'm getting a lot of snaps of this. I'm in mistakes. I'm in mistakes. I'm in my bag. I'm in my bag. I lied to her face. I hit it once, then call her back. <laughs> Bitch, I'm a star. star Better acknowledge. Don't be dumb. Give me that brain like you went to college. Hey, I'ma blow up one day, girl. It's already written. It's already written. And I'ma be rich. I'm gonna get by that now. How do I buy all your songs? So when I'm driving, I like, see for example now I put. Have you got Apple Music? Yeah, this is Nipsey Hustle. What's his name? Is that his name? Yeah. Like I, I went, I put Nipsey Hustle in, and all his songs come up, and I just went bang, 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 bang. How do, do I do this yours? Is, do you have Apple Music? Yeah. So you've paid monthly, right? Yeah. All right, you don't have to buy anything anymore. You stream for free. Cause that's what I mean. Apple that's music. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. 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 How do you I? You go do to that? him. You click, click whatever it is. You go to my name. You click whatever it is. It's all there as well. But I'm saying today I'm dropping a new new project. Seven, that's on it as well. Already written. Well, you got the best music. Hey, bro, I'm not even saying that. Wrap it up, yeah. Well, you got my music. Let's do it. Every single person that watches my thing and subscribes in that, these are all good people. These aren't haters. All the people that come in the street and they hug me and they say to me, you're a good bloke and whatever. Bro, I want to read one message to you. All right. All right? Listen... There is some good people out there, bro. Pull up the message while I...
This is, oh. this is on Facebook. Oh, yeah? You got it. All right. I just want to say that you're special to me and you've made a difference in my life. I look up to you. I respect you and cherish you. Send this to all your friends, including me, no matter how often we can talk. Oh, is that just a fucking... Can I see? Edit that, bro. Edit that. Can I see? <laughs> That's a message someone sends to everyone. Can I see? <laughs> Edit that, bro. <laughs> Edit that's that. a wrap. No, 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 edit, edit that, edit that. Edit that. I want to do a different. I'll read it myself. And hey, cause this is acting. No, no, listen. That would be the if funny you know, shit. Send me Sharmuta if you don't edit it. Wahyat, if you don't edit it, send me Sharmuta. I'm going to tie you up. I'm going to shave all your hair off, all your eyebrows off, and I'm going to take a shit on your fucking, right in between your eyes. All right, but it's edited. Flip us bit of me. Hey, but honestly, funny, I want to read bro. something. Because <laughs> that was the funny yeah, thing. That was, that was, that was. That was, that was going on. That was full going off in the end. Yeah, what the fuck? Let's edit that. Fuck that. We don't need that. Anyway, I want to wrap this up. I want to send my love to everyone. Thank you all for the support, all the good messages. To everyone that comes up to me in the street, I'm actually fucking baffled at how many people come up to me. It make me feel like I'm special. <laughs> Shut the fuck out. The podcast has showing people a different light of me. So people feel comfortable now because they see that on friends and that they come up to me. Before they wouldn't, now they know they can come up to me and I'm not going to attack them. I'm not what they thought I was. Yeah, bros. Bros? You see my granddaddy. <laughs> More to do. <laughs> Another one for the streets, baby. No, you can't fight fate. No, you can't fight fate. What goes 